Med friends, my name is Adam, and this is the Get Pipe Podcast, where we love to pipe in. Today, as always, I am joined by my good friend Nick, aka the producer guy. Nick, what's up, man? What's up, Adam? How you doing, brother? <laughs> Don't say it. What? I'm not gonna say anything. And I'm not. It's been a long it. week. I had a really long <laughs> week in the <laughs> field. Good tired. <laughs> no, dude, I'm actually really good. It's the weather in the Northwest. Uh, has been shite when I was in the woods, but now that it's the weekend, for some reason, it's it's great, which I'd almost take. And unfortunately, Get Wifed has Super COVID, which is like the sequel to COVID-1. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Um, my son actually has COVID. Oh, <laughs> or had that's it. right. Yeah, man. How, how, and he, he, he's doing better, good? a lot better today. Um, he got sick. He was really bad Thursday. So like we, we had to go to the hospital twice, Thursday and Friday. Um, so that's a bummer. But I don't think, I don't know if I, no, I think I told you this. He has three viruses confirmed. He has COVID. He has a rhinovirus and adenovirus. Basically the last two are like colds essentially. So, but he must have super COVID because he had COVID back in January as well. So. Dude, that's the definition of super COVID. I know it's crazy, but he's doing Damn. a lot better, so that's good. Yeah, no, dude, that's he is doing better. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like today, we had a, I went to like a market, um, doing my little side hustle that Jay hates. Um, so funny, so funny. But yeah, we I was selling some stuff, and then him and the producer wife came by for like an. Uh, two hours yeah okay so he irresponsibly came out to try to spread covid roger got it tracking i mean if everyone else is vaccinated it shouldn't be a problem according to the center for disease control really if you're yeah if you're vaccinated if you're up to date on your vaccines and you come in contact with someone who has coronavirus you don't need to quarantine oh so i should have gone to the pub with my wife last night i mean yeah i guess you could have Wow. I mean, I guess that's, I don't know what they consider to be up to date. I don't know if that's like booster number 77, whatever we're Probably. at now. Yeah. yeah. I don't, but. we didn't do any of the boosters or anything. Anyway, yeah. we're, we're, <laughs> it's, she's feeling a lot better finally, but she had Good. it really, really bad, which yeah. was tough because I was gone that whole week from mm. Monday to Friday. And, you know, she's, she's like, hey, can you come back? Can you, can you come back? I'm like, no, 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 no. I really, literally cannot. And it was one of those things where I never take off work. I never, that's not a flex. This is like my own undoing, I think, is I'm always, I just never take the time off. But this is one of those things where if I didn't have this very specific week of doing the, the, a huge event going on, it's a squad live fire, which requires so much planning over the past two, three months and like a lot of evaluations. And there's a contract involved to, to make sure everything's safe and, and whatnot. But if that wasn't this week, I totally would have, uh, I totally would have gone home at least one of the days to, to spend time with her, which again is like not super normal right. to what I would do at, at work. But unfortunately I was super tied up and yeah, huge bummer. Yeah. Uh, I feel it. It's, it's, it's always hard. Like when this stuff hits, cause like we were supposed to go to a wedding this evening or this evening, this weekend. Um, we we're supposed to go yesterday, which was Saturday. Um, oh, and like yeah. all this stuff. So, you know, it, it is what it is. You just, you kind of, recognize that you know there's 
it's hard when it's you know for you get wifed you know what i mean because like you're there's there's a desire to be there and care for her and it's like yeah i i, I did a little ig post uh, just like there's a different feeling not this is not to negate anything like what that dana was going through but like i recognize now what it's like when our parents were talking about like oh call me when you get there be safe yeah, and yeah. like being the crazy parents it's like dude when you're sitting there with um you know like when i'm sitting there with the little man and he's got almost a 105 fever which is crazy and he's just on my chest and he's just burning Ugh. up it's like oh my gosh i just want to take that from you i know oh damn this is getting I wholesome know. i know hashtag wholesome but that being said i was able to get i was able to get piped today which was awesome nice what'd you what'd you smoke got some uh country squire old toby in my peat i forget it's not it wasn't the bard i forget exactly what it's called but it's the nice um one of my favorites a little more classy i guess and i was piping in public so i was like yeah i'm gonna bring it out see you know see if we could get yeah yeah a little bit of pip piping in public oh yeah so yeah i was uh this morning we went and grabbed breakfast. She wait, waited in the car while I ordered. It was great. Went to the pub, threw in the order. There, it was a huge game: Liverpool versus other soccer guys. <laughs> Real Madrid. I don't know. <laughs> no, nah, I had no clue. But it was the, the pub that we go to uh, gets so freaking busy. People will show up at four a.m. to watch the games and stuff, and and the mm-hmm. pub will open that early for it. But anyway, oh we gosh. we got there around like nine a.m. And it was just super, super busy. But because she, of course, had COVID, was sitting in the car. And it was great, it was great for me because I got an opportunity to sneak in a couple of pints of Guinness while I was waiting for the food. And I watched the game for a little bit. But anyway, after that, we, uh, we were able to go back and eat outside. And I think on my way hmm. to or something, I was smoking um, uh, LJ Peretti's Belmont. I believe that's what it was, which it, okay. it's one of their aromatics. And they don't have a ton of like, Cavendish based aromatics. I mean, there's a little bit of burley in there, but dude, super good. I don't, I don't smoke aromatics all the time, but when I do, they're they they really do hit. Yeah, see, I smoke aromatics all the time. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, that's how they, I started too. Yeah, it, it's good. Like I, I've definitely noticed. Like I've been beginning to get the notes of what the tobacco is supposed to be a little more. I don't think it's spot on, mm-hmm. but I've been able to taste more of nuances that i haven't um like previously so that that's been encouraging um and i think something i need to work on is definitely the packing method and like yeah we were talking about that yeah it's just it's hard because like for me it's it's difficult to keep the pipe lit um so to speak so i think it's it's a combination of things when i was telling you about it i hadn't let the tobacco sit out at all Today mm-hmm. I did, and it was definitely a little better, but it's still like, you know, finding that right balance of just playing with it and making sure everything's a little more dry, not that bone dry, but like good enough to be, to be smoked. And yeah, I mean, there's, dude, there's, there's times where it's wild. And I, I bet everybody listening has this happen to them every now and then, but you'll light, I will, I will light a, p- a pipe and just get an immense amount of smoke, like billowing from like the first few mm. puffs. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this is going to be great. And then literally within eight to nine seconds, just gone. Nothing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm and then looking, I relight 
eight to nine yeah. seconds gone. I'm like, what is something? Am I in a simulation? I'm looking at the pipe and I'm like, I see an ember like glowing there. Yeah. Why aren't you you smoking? smoking? Yeah. More or like I'm I'm doing a nice slow draw to really mm-hmm. just like bring it out. Try and to then pull I it. like I'm like, oh, my mouth feels warm, and I blow out, and it's like, boop. It's like, like the, the smallest little. Yeah, it's smoke. like it's so sad. Yeah, I don't understand that, but no, I think a big piece is is of course packing. Where, where a lot of those narrow bowls are super hard, dude. Like, mm-hmm. and even even wider bowls are a little bit more difficult too, because then you get right. the burrowing. But yeah, I, mean, I literally just gotta just gotta get after it, man. And it's crazy because one of the best smokes, or I should say the best smoke I've ever had was actually at the beach. And it was funny because people were talking about on the Discord, like, oh, do you smoke at the beach? Or like, have you ever? And I think some people were like, ah, it's a little hard because typically it's windy and stuff. And like, I had my best smoke at the beach. It was cult. um, It was a blood red moon. And I think it was just in a cob. And we're just walking on the boardwalk. And dude, it burned perfectly. It was like I need this every time. Like I want this. Yeah. Stuff. Damn. Well, that's good because sometimes the like that wind, the external wind, sucks for lighting. But once it's once your pipe's lit, you know, it's just mm. it's just more oxygen getting into the pipe, which is yeah, continues it's, to fuel. It's funny because I was listening to the Beyond the Pipe podcast and they were talking about um, what they say beer is is the title of the latest podcast. Beer helmet. Oh, it was like beer pipe. beer table or something. Beer, yeah. And and they were talking about how like riding on the whatever um Chris got the yeah, we're on a first name basis. Um the <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a he, he was saying it wasn't a moped or whatever it was, his bike, um, like getting one of those and how the the wind would just keep it lit. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, there you go. That's eh, kind of a good idea. Yeah. Maybe. But I'm yeah. trying to think of uh there was something pipey that I wanted to, oh, it's this morning. I, mean, I think there was something else that happened, but uh, yeah, literally when I pulled into the pub and I got out, or maybe it was last night, I don't remember. I got out, because I go to this, <laughs> people think I'm a drunk. There's this one public <laughs> house that I go to all the time, like two to three times a weekend. We go for brunch, we go for dinner. We go there for food and the added, well, no, I go there for Guinness, but the added bonus is their food. But anyway, we, we really love this uh, small place. And anyway, so I think I'm pulling in last night and uh, I, I hop out the car and there's two little picnic tables right in the front. And one of the guy just stops me right before I walk in. He's like, he's like, dude, I was like, huh? What's up? He's like, are you just smoking a pipe right there? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, man. God, you saw it. And then he's like, he's like, damn, I, I was sitting here thinking this guy's smoking a wooden pipe right now. <laughs> and they thought it was they thought it was the most wild thing you know what i mean because it kind of is but uh, yeah. no, it's good i mean maybe maybe one day he'll maybe that sparked his uh mm. the ember within his pipe and he'll uh he'll listen okay. to this one day and that was me whoa put that on a t-shirt <laughs> man the ember yeah. all i'm saying is we need some some pip packets you know what i mean piping in public i public, public pack maybe not packet packet package PIP packs. Piping P-I-P packs. Yeah, now we've been talking about this. This is like pit my packs. Pit packs this is my dream to be able to I know. throw up, be like, you guys want to try? Here you go. Yeah, here you go. It will come to fruition eventually. Yes. Indeed. But yeah, anything Until else going then. on? Until then. Um no, I, I'm I'm 
Yeah, and, uh, and uh, you know, beep up, boop up. No, I don't know. We're, we're pretty, we're chilling, man. It's I'm just super happy with that. The, the weather's nice right now. Ooh, actually, one more thing. You guys didn't know I have three cats, and I love them all very, very much. Mm, yes. One of them, dude, Zora, who we call Miss Tail, because she's got a sweet tail, and she's just a lady. She does. I um, can confirm. Can confirm. Uh, we think she's got worms or some something. Mm. Like her, like earthworms or. No, I'm just. I don't know. That was a joke. The, <laughs> the the ones that make your stomach really big and hard. Those Wait, worms. What? I didn't know yeah. that was a thing. Well, I don't know. Isn't I don't know what I'm. I didn't Google this. I just assumed. I don't know. I'm not a. Is she I'm like not, pooping out worms? Like no, but she just like started blowing up in size. Like, and it's not fat because we've been feeding her the same exact amount of food, and she eats it. Right. Um. Sometimes she doesn't. Like every now and then, she's like, eh, she'll only eat a few bites and then stop. Um. But like, she's not like lethargic. She's not. Her mood isn't really changed. The only difference is when we're petting her, um, on her back. She gets a little like antsy about it, kind of mm. kind of anxious, and that mm. that is unique. But if we if you pick her up and hold her like you know by like right under her arms and like let the long cat yeah. become a long cat, her Love dude her stomach cat. is just like it's like narrow. Then it goes to like this big bowling ball and then narrow again down to her legs. Yeah, it's like it's been growing. We have an appointment on Tuesday to get her checked out, but yeah, there's something definitely not right. Dang. And what we're thinking, I mean, Dana was like, if it's worms and they're just like multiplying or some shit, we don't know. This We don't know anything. I've right. not even tried Google. It's all like um, alien versus predator stuff right now. Just like, yeah, it's I growing no inside her. But I mean, she, she's mm. sitting right, right by me now. And I don't know. She's, she's seems OK, but she is whenever, so beautiful. Whenever I think of a beautiful cat, I think of Zora. And I like That's try amazing. to I always try to find photos because. If I, I'm like, oh yeah, my buddy is an army ranger, and he has three cats. They're like, what? <laughs> they're kind of like, what? Wait, that what doesn't do add up. So then I, I always try to pull up a picture of Zora. I'm like, these cats nice. are so beautiful. So yeah, we should. Anyways, if you're in the Discord, the bromance you, continues. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, but it, but if you're in the uh, if you're in the Discord, I'll I'll throw some photos tonight. And by the time you by the time this goes live, you'll be able to check back and see see some photos of her. Well. That leads us to a big surprise here. A new series. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We're pretty excited about this one. I will leave it at that and cue the music. Our new series is called The Courier, and you may be asking, who is The Courier? Well, he is The Courier. The Courier. He's The Courier. And for those of you who don't know, a courier is basically someone who just, like, (laughs) a good example is someone working at a company, they run mail to people, right? So they, they get a package and they go run it to another company and drop it off, and then they go back and they, they bring stuff to and fro from, from all places. So what we're trying to do with this series um, is basically talk about how a tobacco blend comes to be. 
So most blenders have a little description, typically most all the times of what's in it and kind of like the blend and, and what it's about. And sometimes there's a little story of how it came to be. I know you have whale song um, sitting right there. That, yeah. That, that kind of has a little story behind mm-hmm. it. And even listening to some other tobacconists, they, they say like, oh yeah, we create the tobacco and then we create a story for it and, and a name and stuff like that. So we, we're going to take aspects of that story, possibly, and maybe even add on or throw in some of our own twists to it. And our goal is to talk about how this tobacco is derived from start to finish. So we're kind of talking about how it's picked, like how the leaves of the tobacco are acquired, what the process is of, of blending it, of drying it and, and stuff like that. And, and then how it ends up in our hands. So the delivery from the courier. So we, we want to say that we're obviously not experts on how tobacco is made. So bear with us. Um, we'll definitely throw in some stuff. And this is meant to be outside the realm of what actually happened and how it's actually made. So we're, we're literally basically taking the name of the tobacco and creating a little story. Yeah. And, and, and more so, it's going to be a conversation because we have nothing written up right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So um, no, I, I'll, I'll add that this was... This kind of came into our minds because I think I was, I forget where I was reading or or listening, but long story short, if someone was asking about uh, the concept of naming a tobacco, it was like, do you come up with the name prior to, and then you start blending that that tobacco into the name, or you make this creation and then you come up with the name? And it was like, I found very easily that people are interested in the story. And, And that's, I mean, if you, if you, this is your first episode, you have, a ton of episodes of, of Get High Prior right now where we're, we're all about kind of that story driven aspect within the realm of, of tobacco pipes. But I thought this would be an excellent opportunity to, to kind of give the, the unstoried a story. You know what I mean? Like where you can read like the, the sweet little blurbs of, of a blend, but what if it was more, what, what if we could tell like a whole entire tale or at least discuss, you know, from, from start to finish with like, some craziness going on. You know what I mean? We're going to, we're going to have fun with it for sure. This full transparency. This is not real. None of this is, I mean, we might add like, like, like Nick was saying, we might add in some of the, uh, the reality of it, but uh, we're, we're going to have some fun and and just talk about some, some blends and yeah, we'll see where, we'll see where the courier takes us. Yes. So we are kicking off this series with sort of a new blend from my understanding, um, and definitely a top blend um, in terms of tinned tobacco um, as of late, and it is called Loch Ness. So it's from, I believe it's pronounced Draker and Sons. Is that correct? I, I'm not a linguist. I always called it Draker and Sons. Draker and Sons. So you can actually find this exclusively on smokingpipes.com, which is is pretty great. It looks like it's being sold in a 100 gram uh, tin, which is about four ounces for us American folks. So yeah, I, um, I'm i excited for this because I I haven't told Adam kind of how I think my, my, my little story is deriving uh, in, my, in my small little brain, and I'm excited to kind of hear his. But um, yeah, I, I, I'll kind of read what Loch Ness says, um, just, just in terms of, um, 
I'll, I'll read a quote from Gregory Peace, and, and then I'll kind of read just, just what's in the tobacco itself. So uh, this is from Gregory Peace. This says, I blended Loch Ness in the Scottish tradition with a wee twist. In the bowl, rich, full flavors offer hints of dark fruit with spicy overtones. Destined to be drenched in folklore like his namesake, Loch Ness will soothe even the most ferocious beasts. Ooh, actually, I didn't read that until right now, and that's perfect because we're kind of doing a little folklore story here. Yeah, yeah. But um, it says, In the tin, Loch Ness's aromas are markedly decadent, punctuated by notes deep and opulent with an alluring hint of smoky zest. On the palate, the blend is rich and complex in flavor, balancing a tangy sweetness with piquant spice, hints of dark stewed fruits, and a creamy rounded finish, medium in strength with fathoms of body and leagues of complexity. Loch Ness is the perfect all-day smoke for the lover of traditional Scottish and English pipe tobaccos. But Love that. So this blend was actually developed by... Uh, GLPs, even though it's it's sold under the name uh, Drocker and Sons, so so Greg was a uh, the the master blender behind this, like he is with so many other other blends, and uh, yeah, we're excited to to talk about this tale. Yeah, so the first thing that comes to my mind, and and we'll start from the beginning. So how how is this tobacco? How are the leaves picked? How is it harvested? I guess you can say. Um, and, and where is it derived from? So I want to, I want to hear what you think first. I, I think so. So with this, this is what we were talking about with this series. It's like, where does the name, we're, we're trying to find how we're trying to work with the courier right now to discover mm. its origin. Okay. The origin of this blend. So that, that begs the question, did the courier go to the lock Ness and, blend the leaves from the outskirts of the lock or was this courier you know maybe maybe had a recipe in his pocket and uh blended the leaves and then was on a journey through Loch Ness and then came up the name then when it was his inaugural smoke Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. did he battle the Loch Ness monster and upon completion and victory triumphant Mm. over the beast did the Loch Ness monster then produce a scroll <laughs> and hand it over to the courier. Yeah, see that that sounds a little outlandish, but I think that's exactly how it <laughs> happened. So <laughs> so ultimately in my head, all right. So we're we're at the beginning here. We're at how how the leaves are are acquired. So I'm thinking the courier is strolling along. He's got his little satchel kind of like Indiana Jones pack. He's you know, he's got his hat on and he's he's ready kind of for adventure he's 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 seen a thing or two and he's done a thing or two uh, that maybe that'll come out later on but i think he sees the Loch Ness monster um, in uh the the namesake for the monster um Loch Ness and i think he just goes full on into the water just like stabs it He's just stabbing it. And and he his knife is in the monster, right? And it goes underwater. But luckily, luckily, he has a respirator and a tank with him that the monster <laughs> didn't know about. <laughs> and and the monster takes it into its cave 
right? But like it's it's an underwater cave, so when it comes out, there's like air. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, so, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, one yeah. of those oxygeny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has oxygen, so he takes off his respirator, throws it off, throws the tanks off, whatever. Doesn't need him. And you know the monster doesn't recognize he's there. Its wound has since kind of like healed up because it's a super beast monster thing. Um, and it's like, oh, okay, whatever. The human is gone. And the courier's just like, okay, it doesn't know I'm here. So he's sneaking around its its little lair. And what he sees, and it, it's one of those picture-perfect moments, right? The, the, the rocks are missing from the ceiling. So there's just one ray of sun on this plant. And it contains seven leaves. And the courier doesn't know what they are. He he can assume, he thinks, he, he's, he's a little scared at first. Maybe they're poisonous. But he goes up to him and he puts them in his bag. And he he basically shoots his uh, grappling hook through the hole because he has one of those in his pack. And he and he gets out. So now he's in, in the air. He's, he's outside of this cave. And, and the Loch Ness Monster has no idea what's going on. So night is coming. And... Well, I don't want to go. Th- I don't want to go that far yet because that that gets in the next category, the, the next stage. But yeah, that's that's how I think uh, we got the leaves to start for this okay. blend. So maybe. <clears throat> so let's get some context. I would love big fan of context. So a lock. Okay. We know is a. It's basically the the Scottish, Irish word for a lake, essentially. Um. So so we we know we're zeroed in on a lake. And we know we're zeroed in now on Lake Ness. So uh, the Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty large freshwater loch in, in the Scottish Highlands. And uh, so this is where a lot of the folklore comes in to, to Scottish and even Irish history. Um, or folk, folklore. Folkloristry. Nope, just That's folklore. not a word. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah now there's your story. Okay. Go on. Uh, so <laughs> it get, it takes its name from the River Ness, which flows uh, into it. So so Loch Ness is is so popular because of because of this this monster that was you know claimed to to be hab, habit habitating. Damn, I cannot do words today. Hab, habitating. Hab, what is the word for that? Hab, Habituating. Habitually living within. <laughs> Uh, so he lives in the the Loch Ness monster of course lives in the Loch Ness Uh, it would be weird if he lived in a different loch it would be weird if he lived in Loch Lomond but no he's he's in Loch Ness and um but is that actually is that actually a loch yes oh I was gonna say Loch Bess nope okay that's where his cousin lives (laughs) (laughs) okay so there, there's a, the most famous photo from it's like 1930s, and it is now known as a hoax, but uh, they're, it's called the surgeon's uh, photograph, and that's that classic blurry black and white photo of this long-necked creature, you know, emitting from the from the from the Loch Ness, and allegedly debunked. I will say that allegedly, very well. I mean, it, it says it is now known to have been a hoax, so. Define known. I don't know. Maybe it was real. Maybe it wasn't. But <laughs> other than the guy admitting that he faked it, that's the, that's the only evidence that we. Have. Yeah, I don't know. that's kind of that's kind of sketchy. A, yeah, a little sketchy. But 
But okay, so so within this, I think the the courier he knows, he knows he's up against something. So, but what's bringing the courier into the lock? I don't know mm. if it. He's not looking for a blend, is he? Maybe he is. No. I would say he was looking for the monster. I would argue in my in my take, my side of the story. Okay, because otherwise so, you could just say he was out to breakfast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not nearly as cool. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Okay, so he's he's walking along the outskirts of the lock where he finds yep. a boat, a nice small wooden, actually not nice, it's run down, but one paddle left within, and he gets in the boat. In his pack, he already has a tobacco blend that he found from several leaves that originate specifically within the region we're talking mm. oriental <laughs> we're talking smoking we're talking the smoky cyprian latakia this is the cyprian latakia that's found in loch ness mm-hmm. and also that. the very common loch ness leaf of louisiana perique mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he finds all three blends in route and he gets into his boat and he's going to start blending, okay? So he, he starts paddling out. This is where the courier knows that he must... He's trying to find peace with the world, okay? Mm. He's trying to find peace with the world and himself as he blends. So he has his little blending dish, and he's, he's doing some, some magic in the, in the bowl. And he's now, at this point, he's in the center of the lake, okay? You hear a bubbling. A little bubbling, oh. a little rumbling. Oh, like just behind him. Oh, okay. And he and he turns his head, and it's that Loch Ness monster. He sees the same thing from that picture from 1934. It's a guy holding a stick with a cloth <laughs> on. <laughs> no, no, it's the but, uh, same guy. It's the same guy. No, he's so dead. He, so he's got his. It is he. he He's making the blend, right? Quickly, does he throw it in his pipe while the bubbling's happening? Because he's like, "This, I gotta try this blend before okay. the the imminent doom." Well, so, what about? Are, so, has he dried out the leaves at this point? You know, or did he just pick them off the trees? Did he did he pick the small leaf oriental, the smoky cypret latakia? And the rare Louisiana Perique. Is so they're on the boat. Yeah. So he he picked them. All right. Okay. I'm not. A, I'm not a tobacconist. The, the the leaves are ready to be smoked. Okay. Oh. Okay. It's all, all fake right, anyway. All right. Just go with me. <laughs> <laughs> so he's ready. He's smoking the blend. The the initial blend of of Loch Ness. Um, now now fun fact here. He's not out here on a whim. Okay. Gregory mm. L. Peace himself sent him oh. on this mission. What? And in no his way. pack is a scroll scribed specifically by GL Peace with these components. So it was, in fact, blended by GL Peace, okay. but with instructions for to the, the courier. courier to do the work. Mm. Smart man, mastermind. So anyway, so he's smoking this pipe, and that's when... That's what, the bubbling's already happening. He's smoking his pipe, and he's like, okay, I need to try this before whatever doom is about to emerge from that water takes me. 
and he's like, wow, this is absolutely delicious. Now, the, it's important to know that the blend itself is a crumble cake. Um, so right now, right now we're just mm. in the, it's already rubbed out. It's, there's no cake to be made. It's just, it's just the initial blend. Okay. But there before his eyes, the greatest monster of the Lake Ness. There's more than one. Well, I'm, 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 what did I say? The greatest, the greatest, the greatest monster. Okay. There know. before his there before <laughs> his eyes, the great monster that is the Loch Ness version of monsters, mm. spilling out of the water with its long long neck and its angry arm. We don't know anything else, but it has a neck and a little head. So I don't <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's got scary it's just arms. Jacked. It's like it's ripped. just built, and so. <laughs> It swings its hand, it swings its big meaty paws down onto the boat, <laughs> and the boat cuts in half, but he's in the oh. back. Now, the courier says, okay, he loses something. The bowl kind of tips over, and a lot of the leaf just kind of flies out into the air from, from, the, from the shock wave. He says, okay, this cannot happen. How, am I gonna, how as the courier, am I going to get this to the people if this is what's going to happen to the blend? So he mm. quickly pushes it with his hands into a plug he makes wow. a crumble plug of the blend right there on scene wow puts the cakes inside his bag and then he jumps ship and he starts swimming for the uh starts swimming okay. for the for the shore All but right. Loch Ness goes down in the water knowing the knowing Ness more so than the courier pulls up from under him grabs his leg and pulls him down and now He's in the cave. Oh, what if this is like, I know we talked about it last week, a little multiversal situation. So like both of our couriers are together. In the cave. <laughs> the <laughs> courier and courier two face to no, face. So, okay. I, I could, I could get down with that. I could get down with that. See, I cannot. Where I, it's one okay. or the other. You tell me um, yours and I'll tell you mine. So I didn't get to the point where he actually made it yet so in, in my head i'm thinking you know like he gets out of the cave with his um grappling gun that he had in his pack mm -hmm. and it's it's night night is coming so he he what does he do he makes a fire right so he um he he shoots a couple squirrels or something i don't know what whatever's around Loch Ness. how uh, the Loch Ness squirrels yeah, a lot of, a lot of Loch Ness. <laughs> Everything's <squirrels>. labeled Loch Ness. <laughs> Every single Loch Ness birds, Loch Ness trees. Uh, Got some Loch Ness tinder. Yes. So he makes a fire and he he's roasting his squirrels up, his Loch Ness squirrels, excuse me. And, you know, he he pulls out his pack and, and he looks in there and he sees the, the tobacco leaves that he acquired. All um, three... Plus, he actually found some matured red Virginia tobaccos as well while he was down there. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts those actually over the fire, right? Because he, he needs to dry them out. These, these are fresh. He found them in the cave. The cave's all okay. wet and, and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So he kind of puts them over the fire like he's trying to smoke them. And and that's where you kind of get the um, the the 
smokiness of the tobacco. And at the same time, he, he he's putting some lemon. He found some Loch Ness lemons on, on the side of the road um, by his campsite. And he's kind of those up, but he's putting them on a squirrel with some um, like Loch Ness spices that he found at the local shop. And <laughs> at the local Loch Ness the- shop. <laughs> <laughs> and he's putting those on his squirrels. And, and some of those actually get, Onto the leaves, right? So he's getting, getting hints of zest and lemon on there and a little bit of spice, you know what I mean? Um, all combined with that smokiness from the fire. He's using great Loch Ness hardwoods in his fire that he found mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. the Loch Ness ground um, mm-hmm. around him. <laughs> so, you know, his squirrels are done. He's eating them. The fire's going out and and, and he's ready to go on... Um, a little journey at the night because he, 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 his adrenaline's still going from that. He, he can't really sleep. So he, he packs the tobacco leaves in um, one of the cases he has and he packs it really tight because for some reason, these are like magic leaves. So they just like multiplied. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a lot of them. So he just packs them in real hard. And, uh, and then he, and then he, goes on his way, lights his, his pipe. He, he doesn't use this blend yet. Uh, and uh, I'm imagining or, or, you know, with this journey, he doesn't use that blend. Um, but he uses another blend, um, the Loch Ness. Wait, that's this blend. He uses the Loch Ness tobacco, tobacco blend. That's not this blend, but oh, he got okay, it yeah. at the local shop. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he like from, he got the Loch Ness tobacco blend from the Loch Ness tobacco, tobacco shop. shop. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So unfortunately, um, it's probably lane one Q just renamed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that, but yeah, <laughs> I think, isn't that like yeah. a tobacco that's widely used? It is. Among- yeah. It's the number one best selling tobacco and lane one Q is and literally every shop ever okay not everyone. every brick and mortar literally every brick and mortar that doesn't do in-house blending has their own like shop blend mm. and it's it's literally lane 1q <laughs> so tinderbox is called like they call it like wilshire um right there's a place at uh that i went to it's called sweet briar theirs was called um you know sweetest briar or some shit mm. you know what i mean it's like something yeah. if literally i'd say nine out of ten tobacco shops mm. rename 1q Okay. And it's yeah, kind of frowned upon, but it's also I don't know. So it's, model. it's anyway. The town of Loch Ness, Loch Ness Towns, Loch Ness Blend, which is Lane One Q. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you cannot acquire this Loch Ness Lane One Q blend outside of the Loch Ness town. So as uh, the courier is, is walking out of town. He 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 crosses the the line, the the boundary, and he says, "You know what? This blend needs to needs to be known throughout the world, and it needs to made. know." Yeah, yeah, the one he made uh, um, in his little in his tin in his in his plugs. Yep. Yeah, in his plugs. Yeah. So, you know what he names it? Loch Ness, because he wants to commemorate the time. Um, that he spent there and and the monster that almost defeated him but did not yeah so, okay okay but that then begs the question where is this journey going to lead him because every courier 
courier, however you want to say it, needs to bring something somewhere. It, it needs to end. And I'm interested in how yours ends. Okay, so let's do this. So we've acquired secret documents that that told us the the tales we just told, and we're putting them together. Correct. So so it, it seems like we've we can kind of find a little bit of battle. I think the oxygen tank mask stuff maybe have been a falsity. Yeah, and and you know there's there's different eyewitness accounts. There, we, and, that, and that's scrolls. that would. Ex- that would explain yeah. the, you know, the discrepancy in between the two of stories. Course. Of but, course. So we, generally speaking, we have, you have these blends. He somehow, and then you're, you're, the way he packed it afterwards, not in mid-battle, makes a lot more sense. So now we're, we're kind of putting the picture yeah. together, okay? Right, right. Um, but we do know he's it. He's around Loch Ness. He's, he's on the Loch Ness water, using his Loch Ness boat, um, collecting Loch Ness tobacco leaves. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, okay, so he, he, who does he return to? Well, who wrote who 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 authored the the original scroll, Mister mm. GL Peace? So he yeah, needs GL to return Peace. to GL Peace's abode, um, and he sails there oh, on his okay. wind jammer ship. Yes, yes, and he. Huh? <laughs> Windjammer is a wicked popular uh, GLP blend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he's on his big clipper ship. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know my my navy craft. But, he's, uh, on so he's on a boat. On, there we go. He's on a big boat. Um, and while he's on his boat, while the courier's on this boat, trying to return this blend back to uh, GLPs for his his approval. Um, it's a long long journey from from the scotland to gl peace's house located <laughs> somewhere in gl peace land <laughs> <laughs> and so on his boat he uh takes out his the, the courier takes out his top hat puts his uh puts his traveling hat aside takes out his top hat and he gets on one of those big uh just to pass the time he gets on one of those bicycles the ones with the little tire in the back and the big <laughs> ass tire in the front, so he's like really high up. Uh, that's a that's that's a little hat off, little top hat off. If you if you catch my meeting, Mister Frodo, uh, to Penny Farden. <laughs> it's another GLP blend. Uh, so mm. he he's he's riding around, you know, passing time. He he actually passes by Stonehenge. Wow. Yeah. The sh- <laughs> If you if you're not following me, that's another tobacco blend by GLPs. Um, Are we sponsored by them now? Like, no, we're not at all. Uh, Greg's gonna listen to this and be like, "What the?" Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so he he finally finds Mister Peace, and he's he's in his Mister Peace home, and uh, you know he, I feel like this tobacco. He's like a master tobacconist, right? So I feel like he lives in this almost like a lighthouse or something. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like yeah, the, a castle like of some sort. Yeah, there's lanterns around and there's mm. a bunch of scrolls everywhere, lots yeah, of tobacco yeah. everywhere, just testing, you know, leather, 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 a lot of leather around, maybe a, swords. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say like a, a rusted sword on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. And uh, one sword's missing from the wall, and it was of course the one that he sent forth mm. uh, the courier to go 
right. acquire the blends from uh, from Loch Ness. And True. so first thing he does is rightfully so he puts his sword back in its place. And, you know, thank you, Mr. Peace, for for the blade. And um, yeah, so then he, he goes in and, you know, they start talking and, you know, Mr. Peace just has his cloak on. You know, one one monocle or something. Mm, yeah, it takes it off, and he's yeah. you know scattering papers around with a bunch of new tobacco blends that have yet to release. And um, he asks him to retell his tale, and he says, "Okay, listen to episode zero one eight, the courier <laughs> of the Get By Podcast. <laughs> Are we sponsored by Get By Podcast now?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh man. Okay. All right. That that's how but, I think it ends. Okay, so I'm good with you up until the point where he says you listen to episode zero one eight of the Get Okay, okay. okay. Feel, feel, I, feel I really feel. am. Because because ultimately this blend needs to get out to the world, right? That's so true, that's true. Okay, so the ta- I, so it does happen. Is how does the tale end? Okay, take us to the yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm I'm seeing there there's a time where the courier and GLPs are are working together to to create this and and truly master it. Um, and from that point, it's you know they they've they have decided that you know they can't do this on their own. Right. Like they no. they need some some help in, in some sense or um, they desire to to share this with the world in a different way. So that's where Drocker and Sons comes in and they they basically adopt and and work with okay. GLPs on this blend um, a little more to put to put its its true final touches onto it. Um, and from that point, they they start tending it right like they they create yeah. the plugs and and that that's not all right so so there's there's a, a truly a special mission um and that is for the courier to deliver it to us and mm. and and i and i am excited to say that truly the courier is on his way to i believe it's my home and then eventually to Adam's home from me, but by the courier. Yes, because, in that order. Because yeah. for some reason, there's a road that's blocked from the courier, so mm-hmm. we can't deliver it directly into Washington State. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And there's, there's, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. So, with that being said, we we actually haven't tried this blend yet, and I think that's okay because this story is still going and. And I'm excited for hopefully next week just to update you all on the final touches of the story. I, I'm excited to shake the courier's hand as he delivers this to my door. And Adam, eventually, maybe a week later, we'll do the same. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what what a tale. <laughs> yeah. So no, man, dude, that's that's probably spot on. Well, uh, let's get the yeah. confirmation from from Mr. Peace. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm sure he will. Uh. Well, of course he'll know because he's already listening to this right now as we're speaking from his mm-hmm. abode, listening yeah. to because that's that's what the it. guy that's that's what the courier suggested. He's like, hey, just make sure you yeah. listen to it, and that's yeah. how you that's how you'll know how it went. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. no, man, I'm uh, <laughs> we're super excited to try this one. This this blend just came <laughs> out in uh, what was I think it was April, and uh, 
of course, we know I can't order tobacco into Washington, so I get to send Nick two tins, and he's going to enjoy both of those tins. And somehow mm-hmm. I will try it later. Yes. I yes. You, I will send no. you tea. Yes, you will send me tea. Yes. Loch Ness tea. Loch Ness tea. Oh, Ooh. the follow-up sequel to this episode. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this I, we we have not tried it, but I am super super excited. Uh, it, dude, this one has been a huge hit. So there's in a world where you know English blends, Latakia blends are just so popular. It's it it begs the question. It's like how how do we make a better? To it. Mm. It's weird. There's just so many blends out there, man. So, like, what's the goal with every tobacco blend? Are we trying to make a better blend, or are we right. trying to make a different blend? You know, both. You know what I mean? It, it's a it's a hard thing, and, and there's just so right. many different combinations of of leaf and and ratios that you can add. Um, but then then it's like, are we really making it that different? You know, if one one English blend has you know. One part Latakia, two parts Perique, and that'd be, that would be wild. One part Latakia, one part Perique, and then two parts, you know, Virginia or something. Like, if you slightly modify that, is that now just a different blend or whatever? And it's, 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 mm. it's just trying to find the balance between making something new, continue to put more tobacco blends on the market, while capturing someone's interest. And I think a big piece of that is the naming and the branding. And, of course, Loch Ness yeah. is completely sold me like i'm like damn this thing just looks awesome and i've heard really really good things and we just told you the the most amazing true tale that makes me and everyone else want to want to get it in right yes yeah yeah for sure and but i think what you were talking about goes to show like two sides two two things one we don't know what we're talking about when it comes to to, like blending the tobaccos at this point you asked me what are they are the leaves dried dude i don't know (laughs) Yeah, they're they're smoked like freaking beef jerky. Um, yeah. Well, that is but, how Burley's made. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, um, keep going. But the other, at least, definitely, I don't know much about that. Which I'm excited I don't to. Yeah, yeah, fair. But I'm excited to learn more. I was telling Adam before this. I'm like, I need to get all the books because, like, the more I'm getting into this, the more I'm like, okay, I need, I really need to know more. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. um, but the second part of it is like. I totally agree in terms of so often and with many things, not just tobacco and stuff like I need a story behind it, right? There, there's yeah. so much, there's so much into how a brand has came, come to be and like the story that, that guides them along the way and has made them who they are is, is super interesting. And like, I'm not necessarily concerned about who made it. Um, I mean, I am, but, but the other side of it is like, What's the story of the tobacco? And and I'm I like our story. I mean, a little biased there, but you know, even even just some of the descriptions that they put here, like it's like it grabs your attention. It's like, ooh, that's really cool. And obviously, I should maybe not obviously, but like people are very good at writing this stuff. To, and it's made to grab your attention. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, and that's that's a good point, man. Where you know these. You find even with these little, honestly, buzzwordy, how again, a thousand tobacco blends on there. If you read each one on tobaccopipes.com, smokingpipes.com, cup of joe, whatever it is, uh, you know, I'm sure the the distributor, the the producer makes a blanket statement of the blend. 
And then, you know, I bet the website itself adds their own two cents. But if you were to cross-reference every single, uh, every single blurb description, you're going to find <laughs> the same thing, you know, a thousand times. Right, right. And I mean, like, how many, how many different times can you explain that Latakia has a smoky flavor? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's where the courier comes in as our, you know, our, our extension of these, these little descriptions and, and these blends and to give them a little bit of life. And uh, yeah, hopefully... I've we've heard really really good things about Loch Ness at least on the IG PC the Instagram uh, pipe community and I've seen a little bit on Facebook too but you know hopefully this will inspire another person to uh, to to pick up the blend and this isn't I'm not getting paid any dollars I would love to make a dollar a single dollar eventually somehow but that's <laughs> that's not why I'm trying to do this man like you know I other than the fact that Drocker and Sons is probably the coolest distributor's name ever and Loch Ness is probably one of the sweetest, you know, blend names you can come up with. True. And uh, we were big fans of GLPs, but we've just heard good things about it. And it's a little bit newer. So we, we encourage everyone to, to go try it. And, and we, like we said, we have not actually tried it, uh, but we have heard good things. And hopefully the courier will get here pretty soon. So I'm, I'm super excited to try it. It is en route. But again, yeah. long journey from, from Loch Ness over to GLPs' place and then over to uh, Nick and I's. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, cool. I appreciate the the story, brother. Feel free to send in what tobacco you'd like us to cover next in our future episode of The Courier, because The Courier does it all. Mm, yes, the the next tale, the next adventure of The Courier. And yeah, I would right. I would even say, like, tag us on Instagram if, like, you get a new tin or whatever you get. Um, just, just tag us on Instagram. Yeah. Throw literally. a hashtag in there. Like... GPP Ooh. the courier, right? Yeah, there no, literally. Go. Yeah, hashtag and, GPP the courier, and or that'll. G, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, and that'll allow us to see kind of what's going on because we really do like as we're building this, we want to work more with the community. Like we have the Discord, but I'm I've been loving the IG PC. Um, it's been fun yeah, it's been. To, fun. I'm glad you're in there, man. It's it's a really really fun time. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely uh, going for that. What <laughs> someone someone from the Discord uh, has called me a pipe model, so I'm uh, going oh, full gosh. force on that. So good, yeah, my head's getting a little bigger by the day. But yeah, well then listen to that one episode where I say it's overrated. So <laughs> we'll bring <laughs> exactly. it back down. Exactly, but cool. us to our always faithful over under and sometimes proper as well as a new segment um, which i'm kind of excited for so that being said let's dive right into this the first over under topic is from neighborhood man 323 again that name is from the discord link in the show notes 
he has a buddy who uses an interesting method um, for plugs. So the over under is using a veggie peeler on plugs. Yeah, so that's a super, this might be the most niche concentrated uh, question for over under. Uh, and I'll explain <laughs> in, in brief. So from, uh, from Neighborhood Man, he, he refers to his, this link from, a, from his friend Swamp Piper. That's Swamp Piper on YouTube, uh, which I encourage you to go subscribe. I just did right now. Um, you know, very, very new to the, the, uh, the YTPC, it seems. But uh, he puts up a pretty interesting video, something that's a little outlandish. And it kind of, it's definitely going to press, press some of the, uh, the traditional guys. And, and I, I like to say I'm, I'm kind of like water. You know, I'll go with the flow. And if this makes a lot of sense, I'll get into it. But it's basically using a vegetable peeler to, to slice plug. And uh, we know plug is uh, the a press block of tobacco that you would, uh, then you, you run a knife through to cut centers of, of pieces of the tobacco. So it's, it's, it's the, the, the way a plug works, it's, it's pressed for an ex extremely long amount of time. Sometimes it's heated, sometimes not, but uh, it makes a little, almost like a brownie. It's basically like a tobacco brownie. Um, but it's, yeah, again, mm. it's super satisfying to kind of cut the, the plug up with a knife and that's traditionally what you use i too use a knife uh they could be literally any knife but there's some sweet brands out there that make specific plug cutting knives and i'm, I'm gonna show nick here and i'll post mine on the the discord as well since we don't have video but this is Ooh. like this absolute I, I'm, I'm showing them right now it's just it's just so sick dude it's a uh, yeah it's beautiful. Uh, it comes in this like nice little leather thing this was not oh, purchased awesome. for a plug well i purchased it for plug tobacco cutting um but it's like a c-ax it's a little like north c-ax and i got it from uh the dude who damn i forget his name he's the guy who forged post malone the rappers um what? like two-handed broadsword <laughs> yeah and I that's how I found him and then he was selling like a couple of these and I was like dude I am so getting it very expensive I think this was $600 dude Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. I was Bro. like yeah this it, dude it's like sick eh, I'm a captain now what yeah <laughs> it's a, I got this a while ago but it's a hand forged freaking sea axe man carved by the guy it's, who made it's blood sword it's beautiful. Yeah. So I'll, I'll send in the discourse. So please go check that out. But anyway, so so that's the traditional way to cut plug. Uh, and, and if you think about it, there's. It's almost like a flake. Like that's the end state is once you cut it, you're cutting flakes. So in, in, in a mm. progression, you got your kind of like your ready rubbed or whatever cut it's going to be, which is like all shredded. The next step up would be like a flake. And then the, after that would be a almost like a plug and and i'm getting a lot of really technical in here there's also the crumble cake which is what Loch ness is you know it's similar to a plug but it you don't have to cut it you can just kind of rip it apart and then it breaks off into the uh you know that that ribbon or ready rub tobacco anyway so this guy swamp piper is using a literal vegetable carver or like skinner you know to to, to cut off pieces and i'll be honest man it's it's super weird. I'll never do it, but I I will I won't say it's underrated or I won't say it's overrated. And I won't I won't mm. even say it's underrated. But I think properly rated is is key. 
Um, but it, if you had the right one, he uses two different ones. I've never even seen the the one that looks like a razor. I normally use that classic peeler. But this mm. guy has a pretty cool one, and it gets gets those real thin, um, those really really thin slices of tobacco, and then he he rubs it right there, and it just it's perfect. But I love my, I must use my six hundred dollar knife, so I will continue. Yeah, to you use got it. it. You know, yeah, you so so for that reason, we go <laughs> properly rated, man. But yeah, Swamp Piper on YouTube, man. Give him a, give him a subscribe. Give him a subscribe. How how do you yes. say that? Go and subscribe, subscribe to, to him. him. Um, yeah. yeah, no, really, really awesome, man. Good, good to have you in the YTPC, man. All right. So the next one we have is from Roy on the Discord, um, and he asked about specifically varnished versus natural cobs. But looking into it, I think it's more of like the the natural um, outside ones with the more versus the more smooth uh, finished cobs. So you have you have kind of those. Um, so maybe a quick two for one. So two for as we say. Um, I think um, we'll go with this. the The smooth finished, I'll say properly rated, and then for the natural, I'll go underrated. Uh, I love, I do really enjoy the rough kind of finish, that natural corn cob feel of, of the uh, of the natural. They do, however, stuff can get in those little crevices really easily. Uh, if, like, um, I don't know what specifically, maybe it's ash, maybe it's literal tobacco, mm. which can get really annoying or just other stuff that's, you know, around in life. And that can get super frustrating, but... Man, they're so cool, and they do color slightly over time, um, and, and I think that's really, really okay. awesome. With Whereas the smooth, they generally stay the same. They will color a little bit, um, especially with the, uh, the ones with a, like a thicker uh, varnish, I guess. You'll, you'll be able to see kind of right. the oils come off. But um, yeah, I think uh, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do properly rated for the smooth and underrated for the natural. Perfect. All right. And then our last one is another twofer. Um, we have sandblasted versus rusticated pipes. And that is from Krabby Piper. Okay. So this one's another twofer, yeah. right? Uh, we're Quick going like twofer. a fourfer. Yeah. Total. So we have a, we have a fiver total. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, man. So I think, I think I'm gonna go overrated on rustication. With an asterisk there. Um, okay. Rustication is really cool, man. It, it's, a, it's a good way to add character to the pipe, but it could also be a good way to hide imperfections. If you're hiding imperfections, it's super overrated. Like, yeah, I don't know. Right. I get it. There, there's some, like, Peterson has some, like, pretty good rustication techniques that are very constant, um, and, and other carvers have their own rusticated techniques. Tom Eltang... A very, very famous pipe carver has a very specific rustication technique. And he does sell smooth pipes. But if I get a Tom Elting, which I do want one very soon, I'm going for his rustication. He's not doing it to hide imperfections. And if he is, it, it's okay with me. You know what I mean? Because he's got right. this specific technique that's very desirable. Um, but for generally speaking, rustication, I'm going overrated um, because it's, it's kind of lame. In, in my honest opinion, unless again with our asterisk there, if the, if you're getting like a good design, like maybe um, uh, Trevor Talbert uh, Talbert pipes, 
by far one of my my favorite rustication techniques he has. He has like this raven wing technique. He he does all these Halloween pipes. That's the the you've seen it, Nick. The um I think the 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 2019 pumpkin pipe. The pumpkin. Oh, Absolutely beautiful. insane. Like it is literally insane. And I will 10 out of 10 times pick one of his rusticated pipes over a um a smooth pipe from him. Uh so so for, for but anyway, for generally speaking, we're gonna go overrated. Um for for sandblasted, I'm not going to say underrated, but I will go properly rated, and that's that's a close one. Sandblasting is the technique of literally just blowing sand at a at a pipe and trying to, you know, give it some more a different kind of texture than a typical rustication. Uh, some guys have found a crazy way to 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 sandblast their pipes, and it gives it this awesome character to it. Uh, others are like okay, others are like okay, you're just throwing a blast at it, and it. Gives it this rough uh, outer side, and it, it could be cool. It could be kind of lame. Some sometimes you can't tell between a you know a name brand pipe. Say we'll say a Peterson that's been sandblasted and a Peterson that's been rusticated. Um, de- depending on the two that, that you're looking at, like sometimes it can be a little bit weird. Uh, but some guys have some pretty awesome sandblast techniques, and those are the ones that I I want to highlight. Um, I don't I don't have any on the top of my mind right now, um, but there are some really really cool ones. Just check the I- IGPC. But yeah, that's what I'm going with. Cool. Awesome. Well, as as always, if you have more over under topics you want to know about, um, feel free to send those through the Discord. Um, that link is in the show notes. You can join that. And then there's a specific content page that you can go to throw all your over unders on there. Or feel free to send us an email. Um, we actually had an over under from the email. Love that. But it was, but originated from the Discord. Anyways, um, the email is show at getpiped.co. So that brings us to our newest segment and our final segment for the day. We don't normally do new segments here. Yeah, true. A lot of new series, guys, but. Yeah. I I think we have some more new segments coming up, um, which is fun. So maybe we'll get rid of Over Under and do two different. Anyways. This new segment is called Tin Art a la Carte. And the idea is to be kind of vain here and just grade tins on just their art, nothing else. And uh, a la carte generally means that it can be ordered separately, like at a restaurant. So you get something a la carte. It's just not with the main menu or on the main menu. It's It can be ordered and taken to go, for example. So... Um, like I said, we're being vain and kind of like a bad date and we're just rating tins solely on how they look. Hell yeah. And our our rating scale is super simple and it's black and white and it's yay or nay. Um, it's a yes or no. So yeah. Do you have anything else to add to that? Or uh, I think I think you covered it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we encourage you to, as we move forward, send in the, t- the tin arts specifically that you want us to kind of give a yay or nay on and uh we'll we'll look forward to doing that but this this could be a really cool one cool so the first one for today and this will not always be the case we're just doing it uh because we covered this earlier but we're doing Loch Ness um so we're doing the tin art for Loch Ness and um yeah I want to hear your thoughts first and then I'll give mine okay yeah I mean so Drocker and Sons has a very clean style tin they they come in those 100 sometimes 200 gram tins and it's a 
it's almost like the uh it's like a the cylindrical taller tins that you would typically find like a imagine like a c and d tin but like longer um they're really really pretty in shape and um yeah, they're they're just got yeah, great branding with the the Drocker and Sons logo. It's like this lion or something. I've actually never looked at it like super deep, which I probably should right now as I'm reviewing it. But yeah, we got the the Drocker and Sons lion. He's holding a it's like a crest, which is super cool. The little red line at the top. But the thing about Drocker and Sons with this edition of uh, Loch Ness is they changed it up a little bit. Now they have I think they have like a dozen. A little over a dozen, maybe 20 blends on the market um, from some that come to mind are like First Amendment, uh, Levant mixture. Um, well, they do have a, they do have a red line, red line there. There's a couple others, some mm. that I probably can't pronounce. And uh, but the, the tin itself, the, the tin art is very similar uh, on all of them. Is that and for the logo or the oh, for, for the for the entire tin art? Um, it, it typically okay. you, you'll typically see that that red line emblazoned on the top and then you know below will be uh it's like drocker and sons and then it's got like a with some fancy writing the the name of the blend um and i know the first amendment one has like american flags which makes it a little bit different but i'm pretty sure the other ones just have you know like the text for that if that was the case for loch ness again being a super pretty tin all the other ones i would probably go nay but for this because they kind of step outside just just slightly, they step outside of their, you know, their the the beaten path of, of what they're used to putting out for tin art. I'm giving Loch Ness a huge yay, a uh, big yay on Loch Ness, and it's because the Loch Ness is written super eerily, uh, like in that kind of grainy kind of scale. Uh, you know, the, the 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 font is just really really cool, and of course, in the background, you see the very faint image of. That freaking 1930s uh, Loch Ness, uh, Loch Ness monster, and and you can also see faintly a, a moon in the background. So it's it's just this very eerie kind of tin art, and and even the Loch Ness itself is, uh, it's it's almost mirrored in in what would be the the Loch itself. Uh, it's just a super neat tin, and I'm I'm really happy that they kind of shied away from their typical uh tin arts for this particular blend which again the other ones are super pretty but because they did go out on the edge here um we're, we're going on with a big yay well, what do you think yeah so i never really seen their other tins i, I looked at them and it's very simple kind of straightforward mm-hmm. and i i do like simplicity um but with the with the other ones they're like too simple um yeah, but maybe maybe I'm thinking more of kind of like nowadays. There's a lot of the small batch stuff that's coming out with super cool tin art, um, at least from the ones I've seen. Yep, and different um, at least. And in comparison to their other ones, um, I'm I really like this. Um, normally, I think I would say nay, um, just because it's kind of like too simple for me, but. Ultimately, I'm going to say in comparison to what they have otherwise, it's good. All the notes that you said, um, the Loch Ness kind of being mirrored again, as you said, on the lock, yeah, the super Loch cool. Ness monster kind of shadowed in the back, build some of that folklore aspect. And yeah, the big moon. And I really like that 
canvas color personally i'm all about yeah that. it's nice it works yeah. so well with the with the loch ness and it the does. literal monster in the back just it works so yeah. so well and i don't know if that's black lettering or if it's like a dark dark brown i'll i'll take a look whenever the tin comes in um but all of that being said i'm gonna go with a yay on this one as well um are you telling I, me I think... for the are you telling me for the very first <laughs> Tin art a la carte. We're going with the uh, the double yay. Yeah, I think we're going with the double yay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, love that. Uh, yeah, and and it's. I was I was kind of on the edge before I looked at all their other tins. Um, I think I was going more nay, uh, but once Ooh. I looked at those and then saw the difference in. It that. shows they're they're pushing themselves. They're pushing some yeah. boundaries here, which I really they're really right. enjoy. Exactly, and I think that's that's what what brought me more towards the towards the yay. So, well, there you have it. Double double yay on Loch Ness, uh, at least the the art anyway. And uh, if you check back next week, and we'll I'm sure we'll we'll talk about the uh, the final pieces mm. of the journey in our just chatting segment of a uh, of the podcast next week when we when we're able to try it. Um, should be here within the next couple of days. We're really excited. can find me of course on youtube.com slash get piped uh next weekend is when i'm hitting i got a four-day weekend and i'm gonna be hitting it hard and we're gonna try to get a couple things out for True. the youtube channel uh, again i know there's been a huge not a hiatus since i've been very we've been very active on on all other forms but at least in terms of right. youtube that will come to another end and i'm sure another one will arise but but yeah youtube.com slash get piped you can check out all my youtube videos uh, which I'm super passionate about, putting a lot of effort into those. And I think we might be at the point where we have more listeners on the podcast who don't know about the YouTube channel. You know, that's how really? I started. And, and that, yeah, I mean, I mean, not more. I'm saying there's probably a handful who don't mm. know at all. So I, I do encourage you to go check. And it's it is kind of surreal because our 100 percent of our viewer base or rather listener base stemmed from, you know, the YouTube channel originally. Right. Um, so, yeah, so go check it out. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram if you haven't already. Instagram is at get underscore piped. And I'll just plug Nick's as well. His is at GPP underscore producer guy on uh, on Instagram as well. And then uh, in our show notes, you will find our super awesome uh, Discord community. It's it's basically like a virtual pipe club. Uh, you can post whatever you want uh, until it's aggressively bad. And then we just delete it and you get kicked out forever. But for the most part, it's a pretty <laughs> awesome place. And uh, you can come hang out, smoke pipes and uh, starting once a month on a date to be determined, we're going to start implementing a uh, kind of like a, a, a pipe meetup in, in the Discord. It's, there's a video channel where you can either use video or just audio and, you know, we can kind of talk with each other. We can smoke our pipes and it'll be like our own little virtual pipe club that meets once a month. So more on that, we are still kind of refining that one out, but it should be really, really awesome. Yeah, and with that, um, we want to hear all about 
the topics that you want to hear about. We want to hear your pipe dreams, your pipe nightmares, your anecdotals, one smoke ring to rule them all topics, smoke lore subjects. And as we kind of mentioned here, we want to hear about your ideas for the courier. Um, and with that, throwing that hashtag, hashtag GPP, the courier on Instagram, tag us um, on our handles that Adam talked about. And we just really, we love the community. Um, we love the community that was already here. We love the community that is here. And we love the community that it will become. And, you know, it it, it really means a lot to us um, to have any and everyone listen to this podcast. And uh, yeah, I've been loving the IGPC the more I've been there. So yeah, it's a blast, that, man. Yeah. And with that, feel free to, Leave us a rating and review on any and all of your podcast apps. Uh, I know Apple, you can do the reviews and the ratings. Spotify brought back ratings. Um, they did? Or brought, or brought ratings to oh, it. Oh, yeah. And they brought ratings. You can't review, yeah, yeah. but you can can't drop review. a... In the, top, in the top, there's a little stars. You click it, slap mm -hmm. five stars, makes me smile, yeah. makes Nick smile. You click one oh, yeah. star, makes Nick smile. Downwardly makes me... yes smile that means frown yes. so please do five but yeah yeah and fun little tidbit is this like is this like patting ourselves on the back but like i'm not gonna say it no say it say it no pat oh, i will okay. pat my back all day <laughs> i'll pat my, have, um, if, if no one else is gonna pat my back i'll pat my own back yeah out of the out of the some of the main pie podcasts out there um, which we all we love are, which we all love and have got a lot of influence from um, oh yeah we are now tied for the most rated overall which is pretty awesome yeah so yeah super cool really really cool yeah dude we should pat our own backs <laughs> and we're patting our own backs by the hands of our community so therefore sounds... they are patting our back <laughs> no i appreciate <laughs> All the all this this the the ratings on on I look at Spotify that's that's the, the one I yeah, use but, yeah, yeah. but Nick the the producer guy he looks at all of them for me and just gives me the reports um that is a legitimate <laughs> yeah. thing that is exactly how it happens so exactly so I, I check Spotify at least on Spotify we do have yeah. I think we're like tied or, or, or we're pretty up there with uh, some of the the bigger guys and it, it's it, yeah. it feels really really good man because we are trying to weird. do something different it does feel weird yeah. it does feel weird because yeah. we're we are new in the space and I'm sure. I don't know. There's always going to be a little bit of jealousy with everyone. You know what I mean? I, I remember when I was doing the, uh, I talked about this before with the whole Twitch thing, doing the online gaming thing. There's when a new guy comes into the, the sphere and there's going to be some jealousy and it's, it's unjust. It's an unjust jealousy. It's like, why am I being selfish? Um, and, and that's why when we started this endeavor, we wanted to make it different. We wanted to acknowledge, we didn't want to beat around the bush. We wanted to directly acknowledge you know, the country squire for being such an awesome, informative podcast. We wanted to acknowledge pipes magazine for, you know, the absolute depth and breadth they brought to the, to the pipe smoking sphere and, and, and pipe and tamper with their, with all of their freaking interviews and, um, you know, beyond the pipe with their chit, with their chit chatting and all, and all it's, there's just so many out there, man. That's just, this really awesome. And, you know, I'm honored to be among in some capacity, you know, among those great yeah so literally you know what i mean like i don't like we're the little yeah. guy who gets the wave I mean, upward looking at him and, you know <laughs> yeah. like i'm hoping it's a a shared sphere where there's no animosity and 
and there isn't because we we do literally talk to i mean we just had freaking jay on um yeah and, yeah you know so and like i mean i've been i um i've been listening to beyond the pipe i mean all of those you just said i yeah, literally so have all nick's, of them started <laughs> yeah so nick's listening for the first t- i mean he's it, he's been listening to each episode um of all of them right, and he's trying right. to catch up where i've had a little bit more backlog um of time to to kind of crush a bunch but yeah so it's it's really cool hearing nick getting through some of the episodes that i've i've crushed a while ago and and then right. we talk about it and it's just really really awesome yeah it's crazy to think like pipes mag is on 500 something, uh, literally right? it's all, i love that's it crazy. i love it and that's you know if that's one a week that's almost 10 years worth of content and Dude. that's crazy yeah that is crazy freaking mr about. mr levine brian levine is just an awesome host and i yeah, yeah, it's just he's just getting after it, man. They got a really, really awesome thing going over there. But yeah, that said, we want to thank you directly for listening this far <laughs> yes. and, and and hitting us up with those ratings because it, it does mean so much to us. Yeah. Um, we we and would I, ask you to share with uh with anyone you you you'd like, you know, your friends who are thinking about pipe smoking, your friends who are pipe smoking, your cranky grandpa who is a pipe smoker who doesn't even know what a podcast is. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll give us some good feedback. Probably. Not the most happy thing, but you know, maybe maybe he'll set us right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I, I did want to add subscribe, so you n- always know when a new episode. Did not know out. about that. Yeah, explain yeah. that to me. Literally explain yeah, so, that to me right now. <laughs> I don't know. So what this on, is. I I think on most apps, I know definitely Google, um, podcasts, Spotify, Apple, I think Stitcher. You can do a subscribe or follow button, and basically that just loads gives you kind of like a notification of when a new episode comes out. So if you are subscribed on any of your apps, you'll get a notification at 0400 on Thursday morning um, that the podcast was released. So, okay, no. So, so yeah, so that's what it is on Spotify. Of course I follow my own stuff. It is called follow right it, like you follow right, on spotify right. and then that's why i get the little notification when it goes live it's like oh cool nice okay so i didn't know you could do that with the other ones mm-hmm. yeah super awesome man um hell yeah well cool yeah so that brings us to our ending and i i, I put it in the show notes for adam so he can't say that he didn't know about it we have our wise words of wisdom from adam and apparently kind of me last week but you stole it so i did i literally did last week um so our wise words uh we're gonna we're gonna think like the courier today this man just definition of hard working definition of endeavors he is the Mm. definition of getting after it you know he had a mission he had his quest he went through the lands. He went through folklore itself in order to bring about the blend that is Loch Ness. So whatever it is that you do in your life, in your quest, whether that's waking up super early tomorrow to get, get your last day of work in uh, before the weekend, or or maybe it's uh, you know starting your, your work week. Maybe you start on a Friday, Saturday, or whatever it may be. Um, maybe it's not work. Maybe you're retired and you're big chilling. Do it to the fullest. Enjoy it as best you can. Another good way to do that is, of course, with a pipe in your mouth. Grab that pipe, load it up, just start smoking it. You know, take a second, 
breathe in, breathe out, and keep on smoking. That's all I got. Enjoy. You guys have just been pipes. And until the next time, we're out. <laughs>